On a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day, you can easily get lost. No, no, no! She didn't kill him. Huh? In your true crime podcast. It was the pool guy. So obvious. Whatever motivates you works for us. It's all about letting your run be your run. And Brooks is here for every runner, doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you. It's your run. Brooks, run happy. This October, Overwatch 2 arrives. I'm going to give you a rundown on what to expect from the new free-to-play team-based shooter game. There are a ton of epic heroes to play, each with their own unique abilities, personalities, and roles. Charge into battle as a guerrilla scientist, take aim as a cybernetic super soldier, or heal up your team as a rollerblading DJ. No matter what mode you play, work together to get that dub. Overwatch 2, free to play October 4th. Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. This is the show that takes you to the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a sports friendly perspective. With pro handicappers Alex B. Smith, Andrew McKinnis, and Ian Cameron, and veteran sports writer Jimmy Murphy. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Wednesday, March the 9th, Ian Cameron, Jimmy Murphy will have uh, Andrew McGinnis uh, momentarily with us as well, ready for the Wednesday NHL slate. We've got uh, just two games, both of them, uh, TNT doubleheader games on a Wednesday night. Uh, Washington, Edmonton, Montreal, Vancouver. And I'll tell you this right now, uh, Alex B. Smith with us now as well. Uh, we've got, uh, we've never, I've never seen this before for TNT or any American network to have uh not only a double header on a Wednesday night, but three of the teams being Canadian teams. Uh, it, I, I think I've, that's a, this got to be a first, no question about that. With the uh, way it sets up tonight from a scheduling standpoint. Uh, before we get into the two games tonight, though, first of all, thanks to everybody last night. Wasn't one of our great best bet guests, uh, just because of how many people we we saw a bunch of new faces. Uh, joining us on the BetCast, which was phenomenal. And it's people that were saying how they've just found the show in the last few weeks or the last month, which tells you the growth of the Ice Guys brand, which isn't possible without all of you uh, joining us and tuning in every single day to this show. Uh, so we appreciate that very much. Uh, you guys joining us for uh, not only this daily show, seven days a week, uh, breaking down the games, but also the BetCasts on Tuesday nights. So thank you again. It was a phenomenal BetCast. It was a phenomenal night of hockey last night, uh, really. I mean, you had a really good game with Florida-Pittsburgh. You had some really close games. You had multiple down-to-the-wire finishes. You had a couple uh, games that ended up uh, going into uh, overtime as well. Uh, it was just uh, absolutely a fantastic uh, night of hockey last night in the NHL uh, when you look at it. Uh, you know what? We didn't have any actually overtime games last night, but uh, we definitely had a lot of close finishes. Uh, New Jersey with a huge comeback against Colorado. Uh, Philadelphia uh, with an upset against Vegas, 2-1. to one. Florida survives. Pittsburgh, 4-3. Hangs on at the end, although Florida got off to a fast start, didn't relinquish the lead. Toronto gets past Seattle, 6-4. Uh, Ottawa with a big surprise, beating St. Louis, 4-1. to one. Really a poor loss for the uh, St. Louis Blues on home ice. Nashville 
rallies in the third to beat Dallas. Minnesota snaps their massive losing streak. We can finally see uh, Terry Edelman, uh, you know, smile again, maybe uh, with the uh, five to two win uh, for the uh, Minnesota Wild last night. Uh, Winnipeg getting a massive win against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions, seven to four for the Jets. Their offense explodes, two points they needed to have. How about Chicago drilling Anaheim, eight three as the John Gibson issues continue. Uh, defense wasn't good either in front of their goalies, but Chicago takes advantage of that. And the Washington Capitals take advantage of maybe a little bit of a worn down Calgary team playing five games in eight days. And the Capitals were rested and they seemed to get stronger as that game went on, especially in the third period. They uh, beat the Calgary Flames 5-4 uh, in that one last night. And my best bet was with Arizona. What can I say? I mean, I didn't. I thought they could win the game. I didn't necessarily expect 9-2. to two over the uh, Detroit Red Wings, but uh, the Coyotes are absolutely uh, feeling the, feeling it right now. They're playing much better hockey. They found some offense finally, and now they're going to get the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, so it could be a little bit of a scary game for the Leafs right before they end up playing the Buffalo Sabres for that uh, Heritage Classic outdoor mm-hmm. game in my hometown of Hamilton on Sunday. So going to be interesting to see uh, how the Leafs fare with this all of a sudden surging Arizona team that for a large part of the season, really had a hard time finding the uh, back of the net. But now you look at uh, what Clayton Keller's doing and Jacob Chikrin from the blue line and the, uh, the unstoppable at the moment, Nick Schmaltz uh, for the Arizona Coyotes. It's uh, pretty amazing to see what Arizona's doing right now. And they're playing their best hockey. What are they now? Five and two, believe it or not, in their last seven games. So credit to the Coyotes for a nice little run. Uh, Jimmy joined us for a little bit last night uh, during the BetCast. Uh, Jimmy, some thoughts on the uh, Tuesday night NHL action. And boy, it was action. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was tough to keep up. And that's that's why those BetCasts are great, because we have so many eyes watching so many different games. So uh, a big thank you to everyone that joined us. And, you know, I, I, as these go on, I'll try to spend a little more time. I'm, I'm going to probably free up a bit once this trade deadline passes. So a couple more weeks and I'll have a little more free time on my hands. But, yeah, it, it was uh, – it was something. And, you know, it's interesting you bring out, you know, with Arizona right now and then playing so well. And just the first thing that goes off in my head is, are they playing so well? Because they all want to get the hell out of there uh, with the trade deadline coming. I mean, we, we've discussed this before, man. Let, Don't let Clint McLean or Coyotes fan in the chat see that. Yeah. Yeah. Play, pay attention to these players, you know, not just on Arizona, players on crummy teams that are rumored to be uh, in trade proposals that – they, they might pick up their play right now, so they could be good for riding some props with them uh, as we get closer here. They're just trying to get their ticket out of the respective cities they're in. So that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, but overall, yeah, some great stuff there. And and look, yeah, tonight, two games. But I, I think that Canadians-Canucks game is going to be a hell of a game because the Canucks are playing better hockey. Canadians are playing better hockey. The Canucks actually have a chance at the playoffs now. So uh, this game means something. That does. No question about that. Uh, Alex was with us for a bit during the uh, BetCast as well uh, last night. Uh, I'm sure taken aback a little bit by just how impressive the Chicago Blackhawks were. Just like the rest of us, we were all kind of taken aback by that. But Alex, uh, thoughts on last night? Yeah, it's funny because I mentioned the day before, I said I you know, was kind of looking toward Anaheim because they were a short dog. I did end up playing it, thankfully. And you know, because of the BetCast, I was able to cash about three or four live bets with that game alone. Uh, it was a really successful night for me. It was a successful night for all of us just as a program. So thanks to everybody who came on. And uh, we, it was a lot of, a lot of fun and, and just a, a really good time. We had a little bit of horse racing talk in there as well last night. So it, it was really good. Like I said, just a great night of games. A lot of uh, just interesting games. 
So obviously, I think the biggest story has got to be the Arizona. That nine goals against – I mean, even though Detroit, they're a bad team too. But, but then they get nine goals and 17 goals now in the last two games. And, Jimmy, like you said, you know, these guys are realizing that, hey, we can go to you know to a playoff contender. If we could, you know, put some uh, points on the board and get the hell out of here and get somewhere to, you know, possibly be playing in the postseason. So uh, we might see some spirited efforts from a couple of these bottom feeder teams, you know, in the next week and a half because guys don't even – look at Dylan Stroh for the Hawks, get the hat trick. He's the guy who, you know, his name's been on the trade block pretty much all season long at times. So uh, there's definitely going to be some guys that, that allude to the player props, you know, looking for these guys who are trying to kind of build upon things and, uh, and see if they can get moved to a contender. Yeah, no question about that. And there's that's why you're always, especially pre-trade deadline, when you're really approaching it like we are now, uh, you know, you want to watch out for teams that are these b- bad teams that have struggled all year because you got players kind of showcasing what they can do to get moved out of there. You know, you, you do have to be aware of that at this time of year. And uh, I'm not saying that's the only reason why Arizona is playing better lately, but I'm sure it's part of the puzzle in terms of why we're seeing you know, a team like Arizona, for instance, play better. That Nick, like I say, Nick Schmaltz is one of the best player prop bets right now uh, in the NHL. You just got to keep betting him to, to, to register a point or even two points. And I was on Schmaltz over to score a point and also over one and a half points at a great plus price last night, as well as him to score a goal, which was plus 275. So uh, it was a really good night in the prop department for me. It was really insane to see just the plus 350 props. Some of these goal scores that were plus 350, we even had a plus 500 with Adam Lowry for the Winnipeg Jets against Tampa Bay. So it was really nice to see the props do so well. Uh, we'll definitely have some props in, in the uh, two games tonight. Uh, as well so looking forward to that but again thanks to everyone for joining us to rob as well the horse guys i wanted alex mentioned them we had some horse picks from penn national thanks to jedi for life rob in our uh, bet cast last night and also spencer who has a background in uh, betting horse racing regularly so we got a little horse track uh betting going on last night as well which and it is a bet cast you know it's bet cast first and foremost so even though hockey is obviously the ni- primary focus it People want to come in and give us a horse pick or something else. We're all ears and we're very much interested, uh, but that was great. A lot of fun last night. Great camaraderie again. And like I say, every Tuesday night, the rest of the season, we'll have a bet cast. Now I will be in San Antonio in two weeks. And on that Tuesday, that week, I will not be available for the bet cast, but we'll make sure we get it off the ground still uh, and have uh, 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 everybody still uh, able to tune in. We'll get uh, Andrew and Alex and uh, Jimmy to hold the fort maybe that week. Uh, with uh, me in San Antonio. But yeah, we're looking forward to these bet casts every Tuesday, uh, the rest of the season. Uh, no question about that. All right. We're also looking forward to the two games tonight on TNT, nationally televised on this Wednesday card, starting with the Washington Capitals taking on the Edmonton Oilers. We've got Edmonton minus 130 home favorites in this game, six and a half the total in this game. Miko Koskinen already confirmed uh, as the uh, starting netminder for the uh, Edmonton Oilers, six and three uh, in his last uh, nine starts, uh, 2.5 goals against average, a 917 save percentage. So much better numbers from him uh, overall. We'll see if he can uh, play well here as, in this game as well. I thought he played well against Calgary uh, the last game, even though they did not win. Uh, when your team's only going to score uh, one goal for you, you're not going to have a good chance to win that game. But uh, I thought Koskinen was solid. The Chicago game, he wasn't that bad, other than the gaffe he made, which was terrible. Uh, that was bad. But other than that, I don't think he played that poorly. And then before that, we saw him absolutely uh, put the uh, sh- put the clamps down on Philadelphia, shutting them out, making 39 saves. And then he's the reason they beat Florida uh, on that road trip. He was just magnificent. So the bottom line is, yeah, do you have concerns about 
uh, Koskinen. Yeah, you have concerns about anybody right now uh, in between the pipes for the Oilers. But you don't have quite as much concern, or at least I don't, compared to Mike Smith when it comes to Miko Koskinen. I think there's more question marks and more of a mistrust I have with Mike Smith in between the pipes right now for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. So for Edmonton here, you are concerned about these injuries on the blue line. We did talk about it. It has impacted them a little bit. Tyson Berry is on long-term IR. Uh, of course, uh, Russell and Clefbaum long-term. They, uh, Clefbaum's not playing at all this year. Russell's been out for a while. He's not coming back anytime soon. Uh, Evan Bouchard, day-to-day. Uh, with an illness, so he may not be uh, ready to return tonight. And the reason why definitely uh, Koskinen is in tonight as well is because Mike Smith's also dealing with a little bit of a flu bug or a stomach virus. So uh, that's why he is definitely not uh, the starter tonight for the uh, Oilers in this game. For Washington, uh, we kind of like the situation for them last night against Calgary with with the Flames playing five games in eight days. Uh, We mentioned how they played those back-to-back super intense uh, showdowns, if you will, with their bitter rivals in the Battle of Alberta against Edmonton on Monday night. And then on Saturday after uh, Saturday night, it was Colorado uh, in that heavyweight showdown, two of the best teams in the West. And we thought, thought maybe as that game went on last night, we'd see Calgary maybe, you know, hit the wall a little bit physically, uh, start to look a l- little bit like they're s- skating in quicksand. And I th- thought that's exactly what we saw in the third period. Uh, Washington was really starting to gain control of that game, had a really good pressure in the Calgary zone, and that's when they uh, erased the deficit and got the 5-4 win over the uh, Flames. So uh, Washington took advantage of that. Nice start to the road trip, but now it's kind of the uh, opposite for the Capitals. They're in the more dubious spot tonight uh, in this game against the uh, Edmonton Oilers. So I think it sets up well for Edmonton. They need a win in the worst way. Uh, Washington has won three in a row since that three-game losing streak. Remember, we were starting to really worry what's wrong with this Capitals team. They have won three in a row since then. Uh, Of course, the impressive win against Carolina, beating Seattle as well at home, and then starting the road trip with the win in Calgary last night. But I don't like this situation for them. I do have a bet Edmonton here, minus uh, 130 uh, in this game. As far as the props go, look, that game last night was terrific for goal scorer props for me, Washington, Calgary, because I had Lindholm, he scored. Both guys that I bet to score for Washington did score. Uh, Connor Sheary at plus, what was it, 375 for him, and Anthony Mantha at plus 300. So I'd honestly consider back those same two players for Washington. And as far as Edmonton goes, you know, I'm, I'm looking at a Yamamoto. I'm looking at Hyman. It's basically the same kind of players I've mentioned the last uh, couple games when it comes to the Oilers. So uh, for me, it's Edmonton minus 130. I'm probably not going to bet the total at least not pregame. Jimmy, we'll start with you, Washington, Edmonton. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way with this one, guys. I just, I don't like Edmonton's form right now. Uh, I just, I think a big change needs to happen there or else it's not going to get corrected. So give me the capitals to carry the momentum from last night. All right, liking the uh, momentum that Washington has and they do have momentum. They've won three in a row. Slight road underdog here, plus 110. Uh, Alex, uh, Washington, Edmonton. This is a spot I like the over. I mean, obviously, Edmonton, we talked about the issues they've had with their blue line and their goaltending. And Washington, this is definitely a spot for them. They could try to get things rolling offensively, especially with that power play. The power play has been pretty bad. So this is one where I like the over. I don't want to wait. You know, I I don't want to play six and a half. I want to wait and try to get this at a a better price at six or five and a half in game. So that's what I'll be doing. All right. Liking the – 
over, but we'll wait uh, in game to see if he can uh, get a better number, uh, and which is often the case. And we saw it with a couple of games during the betcast last night. You waited a little bit, and you were able to get a better number and a uh, better price. I'm just looking at Washington's numbers back to back this year: three and four on the second night of back to back games this year, and one and three uh, in those games after a win. So uh, those are. Uh, uh, obviously records that Washington will be looking to overcome that uh, track record tonight uh, on the back-to-back. Uh, Andrew, uh, who just finished uh, giving the dog a little stroll just a few minutes ago. Uh, Andrew, welcome in. Uh, Washington, Edmonton. Yeah, excuse me. I'm like in uh, Edmonton here. Just, you know, I, you and I always say the expression must win doesn't mean will win, but it's definitely starting to seem like every game is a must win for the Oilers. And, you know, there's definitely lot, lots, to, lots to say bad about them. That's for sure. But, uh, the Capitals coming in with three straight wins, Oilers with three straight losses. Take into account last night, you're playing Calgary. If you're Washington, you come out with a huge victory over the top team in that you know division right now, playing super well. Got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. I do worry about Edmonton's defense and their goaltending a little bit, but uh, I kind of like the quotes I got from their, the coaching staff after their game against Calgary. How many times have any of you guys ever heard the Edmonton coaches staff talk badly about the offense, but good about the defense. I think, I, I don't know how many times I could say that's ever happened, but that's what I heard out of their game against Calgary. So hopefully they can move that into today and have a good defensive game and, uh, you know, hopefully have a good start against a Capitals team that's feeling pretty good with themselves. Now, it won't hurt Edmonton's cause, in my opinion, at least, if they see Ilya Samsonov tonight, which might be the case with Vanacek getting the start last night. I think it's kind of shifted a little bit, uh, a paradigm shift, if you will, for the Washington Capitals in goal. I think they're shifting more toward uh, Vitek Vanacek lately, mm. being the guy. He's been better lately than uh, Samsonov. And you look at Samsonov, if he starts, it hasn't been confirmed yet. Uh, for Washington, but if he starts, it has been uh, a struggle for him. He was in net for the Toronto game, gave up three goals and got pulled. The Philly game, uh, you know, they ended up losing that one two to one. The Ranger game, they ended up losing. I mean, it's been a struggle, no question about that for uh, Ilya Samsonov in net. So we'll see if Edmonton is uh, able to uh, capitalize. And again, as far as the uh, props that I mentioned, uh, like I said, I, as much as we know, Ovechkin's capable of finding the back of the net. Uh, I'd look a little down the board for Washington like I did last night and for Edmonton. Like I say, it's probably more toward Hyman. This might be a night, though, where Dreisaitl and McDavid are prominent. You know, it's kind of that cornered animal theory. You know, backs against the wall. You need to win. You're the rested team. Washington's coming in here on a back-to-back on the road. This is when your best player's got to step up, be good for you. So this could be a night where if you like McDavid over one and a half points or you like Leon Dreisaitl over one and a half points. And those point props have been pretty good for me in terms of over one and a half points, getting a plus number. Like why why lay a big price on especially a Connor McDavid or a Leon Dreisaitl, you know, to get a point when you can take over one and a half points at a better number. And I think in an advantageous spot, and even more advantageous if they see Ilya Samsonov uh, in net at the other end for uh, Washington tonight. So I'm just going to bring up the uh, prop numbers on those uh, players in particular, McDavid and Dreisaitl, because this feels like it's one of, see, it's even money for McDavid. It's plus 110 for uh, Dreisaitl over one and a half points. And we're obviously, it's an astronomical number if you're going to take them, uh, if you're going to take them just to get a point. So, uh, consider uh, I would consider those tonight as well for the uh, Edmonton side 
uh, in this game. All right, we got the uh, second game on TNT tonight, Montreal and Vancouver. Uh, All-Canadian matchup, which is rare for national television uh, in the United States, that's for sure. Uh, we've got Vancouver minus 210, home favorites, uh, six the total. But it's a sign of TNT maybe not being so close-minded, you know, like NBC, where it was just, yeah, we got to have your New York, Pittsburgh. We got to have your Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. We got to have Philly. We got to have Detroit on all the time. We got to have Chicago on all the time, Philly. You know, these mediocre teams. We're going to diversify our Don't forget Washington. Yeah. 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 They, they yeah. love and their OV. What, yeah. And that's what TNT's doing. And, you know, give them credit. They put a Montreal-Vancouver game here uh, on their uh, doubleheader tonight, which is good. Now, early in the season, we thought this would be a great matchup at this time of year because we didn't expect Montreal to completely fall off a cliff like they did. And we didn't expect Vancouver maybe to be this inconsistent and disappointing either. However, now these two teams are both in the current form. Uh, playing at their best hockey at the moment. Vancouver's played pretty good. Uh, a very solid road trip for them uh, just now, which uh, they won the first game against the Rangers. Other than getting uh, crushed by New Jersey 7-2 to two when uh, Yarrow Halak was in net uh, that night, uh, they won every other game. They beat the Islanders 4-3. They beat Toronto 6-4 to four to wrap up the road trip on Saturday night. So a very good road trip for the Vancouver Canucks. But these are always tricky spots. These are always difficult for the West Coast team returning home after an East Coast road trip. And even with the three days off, it's never easy uh, to play in these type of games. On the Montreal side, it has been a magnificent eight-game stretch, seven and one, their last eight games under Marty Saint-Louis. I mean, just the you can tell the education process and him being a good <laughs> teacher is really resonating with this team. I'm seeing good habits now instead of bad habits with this team particularly when they don't have the puck. I'm seeing players moving their feet now to win puck races and puck battles, 50-50 battles. Montreal's winning. I think they're a lot more competitive in those 50-50 battles. You're not seeing them competitive enough in those situations before the coaching change. You're seeing active sticks in the defensive zone. How many times were you just seeing Canadian players just stand there? Nobody's trying to block a shot. Nobody's got their sticks swinging around trying to keep the puck from getting to the net. Nobody was doing that before, and now that has changed significantly under Marty Saint-Louis. You know, goaltending from Samuel Montembeau here, who's probably going to be in net tonight, has been better lately as well, and it's partly because of the fact as well the defense has been better in front of him uh, in recent games. You would expect him to be in net because Andrew Hammond, of course, ain't coming back anytime soon uh, for the uh, Canadians, and of course, Allen and Price have been out for uh, a very long period of time. Now, Jeff Petrie, Andrew's favorite player on this team, uh, he's day-to-day. Uh, right now for the uh, Canadians. Uh, we'll see if he plays tonight. Uh, there's some question about whether he'll be in the lineup for Montreal. Uh, if not, there could be a little bit of shuffling going on with their uh, blue line. But uh, right now, this Montreal team, I stand by what I said on Twitter a couple days ago and on the show. I think some of the best bets in hockey right now are betting Montreal, betting on them right now. Uh, they've got something really real going. They've got some real enthusiasm, some real spirit for playing a hockey game. You know, which they didn't have before, and I think they've got that life back. They've got that energy back. Uh, you know, their their best players are starting to play like it. How good has Cole Caulfield been, among others, uh, since the uh, coaching change? You know, Josh Anderson's picked up his game. Nick Suzuki is starting to get it going now for the Montreal Canadiens. There's really a lot to like. Uh, this is the third game of this Western Canadian trip for them after start or fourth game rather. It started in Winnipeg, then they went to Calgary and Edmonton, but they've been off for three days as well. You know, so it's not that big of a deal for Montreal uh, coming into this game. The last two Montreal games, the Calgary game and the Edmonton game, we really attacked Montreal here uh, from a bet on standpoint. First period team total, 
full game team total, first period puck line, first period money line, full game puck line, full game money line. Like we really went, you know, each different way with Montreal. And I normally don't do that, but I really think this is a great situation to capitalize on right now, not to wait for two days more or not to wait for another week to do this. Do it right now because Montreal's got it going at the moment. I think they're actually in the slightly better spot tonight with Vancouver coming back off the uh, road trip as well. So get your pens out, get your paper out, uh, This write this down, because here's what we've got tonight uh, in this game. Let's start with the first period. We're on Montreal here, plus a half, minus 150, with a smaller minus 150, plus a half first period, a little sprinkle, plus 155. We're on Montreal first period team total, which is essentially to score a goal, minus 140. We're on that as well. We're on the uh, Montreal uh, full game puck line, plus one and a half, uh, which is around minus 135. A smaller sprinkle on the money line, full game Montreal, plus 180, plus 185 uh, in that range. And we're also going to take the full game uh, team total uh, for the uh, Montreal Canadiens as well. This is exactly what we did with Edmonton, uh, uh, with, with Montreal against Edmonton on Saturday night. And I think we swept the board. Uh, with these plays and the Montreal full game total team total is over two and a half minus one thirty. And look, the scary part is probably going to see Thatcher Demko, right? For Vancouver, almost assuredly he'll be in net. And he's obviously been very good, but he gave up four against Toronto. He hasn't been shut down necessarily in some of his recent starts. He's still been winning, but you know, even the uh, Islander game, he gave up three goals in that game. And all I need is three out of Montreal uh, for the uh, team total. So this is uh, Montreal in like five or six different ways for me uh, in this uh, game tonight with the uh, Canadians and the Canucks. Uh, Jimmy, what do you think here? Montreal, Vancouver. Sorry, just kind of watching uh, Marty St. Louis' uh, press availability just now. Did not see if Petrie's playing or not. I'm not sure, guys, if you've heard anything on that. They didn't announce it. They said he was day-to-day. Day-to-day. No update, though, as of no last update. I checked. Yeah. yeah. Um, but either way, uh, look, uh, I'm with you. I love Montreal in this game. I've got some props as well, but I'll start off. Give me Montreal in the first period money line, uh, and give me Montreal money line altogether in the game. And then as far as props go, look, I, I got a feeling that Brendan Gallagher is about to go on a little hot streak here. Uh, he's finding his game lately. He's been, uh, he's been digging and his hard work finally paid off. He, you know, snapped his goalless streak and got a goal in the last game. Now he's playing in Vancouver. He's in front of a lot of family and friends back where he grew up. Uh, I like him being really charged up for this game. And right now for him to score a goal, it's plus 350 I'm looking at. So give me him to get a goal and then give me Nick Suzuki to get a point. All right. Nick Suzuki to get a point as well. Full game over six. I forgot that. I knew I forgot one that I took in this game as well. That's the one. Uh, full game over six with uh, Montreal and Vancouver as well. I mean, Vancouver's what have they gone over in eight straight? Yeah. <laughs> eight straight overs for the uh, Vancouver Canucks. Uh, entering this game uh, uh, kind of flying under the radar. Nobody's talked about it, but we've seen them score five, four, five, seven, five. Uh, only the one game against New Jersey, they scored less than that two, And then four and six to wrap up the road trip against the Islanders and the Leafs. They'll, they'll find the back of the net too, at least a few times in my opinion, but so will Montreal. What do you think here, Andrew Canadians Canucks? Well, I think just like Melissa said, I have to buy you a Habs jersey I think so. actually. I might have to get you one. I might be willing to wear one if they keep doing this for me. That's two games in a row. They have padded the bankroll very nicely for me. Well, it'll pay for itself. (laughs) (laughs) It'll pay for itself with the profit. 
You know, I'm just on the over six guys, and uh, I'm on uh, Josh Anderson to get a point plus 115. That's from DraftKings uh, Sportsbook. Um, you know, the difference, you know, in some of these guys like Caulfield, and these guys are on the same line. And the, the price difference I found from Caulfield and Suzuki to Anderson, to me, is just ridiculous. I mean, Anderson doesn't get as many points, obviously, as those guys do, but he's still involved in the play. They're still on the exact same line. And if you notice, a lot of times the the near the end of a road trip, it's often physical. And which player do you think will step up in a physical game? Anderson. So him to get him just a point, assist, or a goal, I think plus 115 is a pretty good number. And, you know, it's kind of funny because you mentioned the rest that the Habs have, right? They, they are on the tail end of their road trip, but it's not like they're, you know, they've just recently played a back-to-back or anything like that. Like they've, you know, they are rest. I don't know if you guys saw on, uh, Jimmy, you probably saw on Twitter the Joel Edmondson. Uh, tweet out or the Instagram or something like that. He had rookie treatment. He had all the rookies wear scuba gear. It looked so funny. They had to wear masks. No. And uh, oh yeah, they had to wear uh, wetsuits. It was hilarious. Like it seems like they're having a good time. You know, they're joking around. They're it is it, it was freaking hilarious. And it, it seems like the camaraderie in the locker room is good. And so you know, I just think with eight straight for Vancouver, they had their last game was six four against the Leafs. They're back at home against a team they think they probably should beat. And what have I been stressing the past two weeks is these letdown spots. You know, Vancouver obviously is is no team that should be just taking anybody lightly. But after a big win against the Leafs, I know it was just a few days ago. I think they might a little bit. And I think the Habs could get their team total as well. But I'm just going to rock with the over six guys and cheer for my team. Um, my two bets are Anderson to get a point and the over six in this game. Anderson to get a point and over six here for uh, Andrew with the uh, Canadians and uh, the uh, Canucks. Yeah, <laughs> no way am I betting seven times against Demko, but I don't have seven units or the equivalent of a big bet seven different ways against Montreal. These are smaller bets that I've sprinkled across different types of Montreal wagers. No, I wouldn't put seven times, you know, my my biggest bet on Montreal here. They're all smaller bets divided up equally. All these Montreal first periods and puck lines and team totals and money lines and all this stuff, team total, full game, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, just uh, we won't lose our shirt, essentially, if, if uh, it's 5-1 Vancouver tonight, for example. You know, it won't be one of those situations. Alex, what do you think here? Montreal, Vancouver. Yeah, we can all kind of in agreement here. I like the Habs. I was able to grab the plus 188. Uh, about an hour ago, so I, I like that. This is a good spot for them the way that they're rolling right now in Vancouver. You know, they're one of those teams, like I said, when you come back off of a, a long road trip, sometimes they tend to lay an egg in that first game back at home. Also, like the over uh, six is fine. I saw 130 earlier, so I hadn't played it yet, but now I'm seeing some dollar fifteen dollar twenties. I was initially going to wait and grab over five and a half in game. I still might do that, and then that'll be the best option. We should see that drop down pretty soon, probably quicker in that game than it would be, obviously, with the Washington Edmonton because that's at six and a half. So uh, I'm on the Habs money line, and I will definitely be on them over for the full game. Might even have them first period, depending on how uh, the pace goes in that first five minutes. It definitely feels like it is a, a very uh, nice uh, price tag you're getting here. By the way, there's some goal props that I do like uh, here in this game. Suzuki has scored in three of the last five. Same with Tanner Pearson for Vancouver. And I cashed a Tanner Pearson one against Toronto on Saturday night. And you can get plus 275 to plus 300 range goal score props uh, with these two. Pearson, Vancouver, Suzuki, uh, Montreal. I think they're worth a look. Uh, you could even, if you really want bargain bin, by the way, if you really, really want bargain bin. And look, we had Lowry plus 500 last night for Winnipeg. 
You want your bargain bin pick for a goal score tonight for Montreal. Obviously, it goes without saying Caulfield. I mentioned him already. But I'm going to go Arturi Lekkanen, Montreal. Three of the last five, he scored. You know what the price is for him? Plus 500 in some spots. Nice. Plus 450. This is like Adam Lowry, hopefully the sequel tonight for me. Uh, Arturi Lekkanen uh, at that price. Bargain bin hunting. Uh, I'm a thrifty shopper, you know, and, and we're finding that out here with these uh, goal scorer props. So I think that one's got plenty of value here uh, in a game like this tonight. As far as points go, uh, when I look at this game, it's one of those games where I think we'll see goals. So point props are worth a look right now. Uh, Suzuki over one and a half points. I think that's probably my favorite on Montreal uh, right now because he's very capable with his current form of finding uh, his way to two points uh, in a game like this. Again, maybe Demko could be the roadblock to that, but I'm probably going to just make sure I pick and choose Montreal point props here. But certainly uh, Suzuki at plus 275 to get two points or more for the Montreal Canadiens. And how do we not look at war- toward uh, JT Miller as well for Vancouver? I mean, his over one and a half points, I bet that repeatedly uh, in a few recent Canucks games. And obviously, he's been very good uh, in terms of recent performance for the uh, Canucks. I'll just bring up his <laughs> recent game log. We're looking at Miller with two points against the Leafs. He had two against uh, uh, the Rangers to start that road trip. At home, he's been piling up the points. He had four against Calgary. He had two against Seattle uh, in the last two Vancouver home games before the road trip. So, Good one there as well. JT Miller over one and a half points at a nice plus price, plus uh, 260 with that uh, for him over one and a half points. So there we go. A lot of props. Uh, Good prop game for me there, Montreal and Vancouver. All right, great stuff with Andrew, with Jimmy, with Alex. A short show today with just uh, two games, uh, but that's okay. We'll we'll make up for it tomorrow. It is going to be a long show. We've got a huge Thursday card. Some kind of great games tomorrow too. Colorado, Carolina, Tampa Bay, and Calgary. Uh, definitely highlighting that slate tomorrow. So looking forward to that. And also looking forward to talking once again about DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partners here of the NHL and with the uh, Ice Guys and the Hockey Podcast Network. And of course, NHL, get involved. It's a great sportsbook for uh, NHL betting. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL team, get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right, a bump in the win column. For your team means free bets for you. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Restrictions apply. Uh, see DraftKings.com sportsbook uh, for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Download the DraftKings app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. All right. Best bets to wrap up the Wednesday show. Just two games. So uh, we'll hopefully see if we can uh, find something for you in the best bet department. Uh, Jimmy, we'll start with you. Best bet. Going right with those Habs on the money line. There you go. Montreal plus 185 uh, for uh, Montreal against Vancouver. Uh, best bet for Jimmy Murphy. Uh, Alex, uh, best bet. Yeah, same thing. Labathon uh, with the money line price here. And, I mean, there's no reason why Vancouver, even at seven of the last nine games they've won, they should not be laying 210. Uh, right now, I think the books are, are really kind of short to uh, adjust the price here with Montreal, as bad as they've been earlier in the year. Uh, they're playing some really inspired hockey right now. So, with Montreal, on the best bet. 
All right, Montreal as well for Alex, plus 185 against Vancouver. And yeah, Vancouver has won seven of their last nine. Well, they're playing a team that's won seven of their last eight. So there you go. I mean, that's why it does feel like it's a little bit lofty on Vancouver. Uh, Alex rocking with the Habs for his best bet as well. Uh, Andrew, best bet. I just wish I could capture this moment, like Kodak <laughs> moment here on the ice, guys. You absolutely love to see it, boys. Welcome to the Montreal Canadiens. And I'm the only guy that doesn't here. have a, a, yeah. the money line ticket here. I'm just going to cheer as a fan. I feel like I have to join you guys. Maybe I, I'll just let you guys, uh, the non-biased uh, uh, people, I guess, and I'll, I'll just cheer them on and heck, take the over six here. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and actually make mine uh, a prop. I'm going to go with that Josh Anderson prop. I, I like it quite a bit tonight. And uh, I feel like that top line and his physicality will really fit tonight in the game. So uh, Josh Anderson over 0.5 points. And yeah, and some books have that at plus 110, plus 105. So uh, a good price with that. Josh Anderson, Montreal Canadiens to register a point. Best bet for Andrew McGinnis. And my best bet is going to be, you know, it's been three dogs in a row that have been best bet winners for me. Dallas on Sunday, LA on Monday, Arizona last night. It's going to be Montreal, you know it, plus 185 against Vancouver for me as well uh, with best bet. Not only trying to make it four best bet winners in a row, but four underdog uh, best bet winners in a row. So Montreal Canadiens plus 185 for me against Vancouver uh, with my uh, best bet here uh, on this Wednesday card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Uh, hit the like button uh, on the way out. If you haven't done so already, we appreciate it. And uh, by the way, everybody on the BetCast 2 last night, I didn't say it then, but spread the word to as many people as you can about the Ice Guys. It, it helps us out. If you know anybody that loves hockey as much as you do uh, or has any interest at all betting it, by all means, tell them about the Ice Guys show uh, and that we're on seven days a week right here. And speaking of that, we are on seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday noon eastern if you can't watch the show live download the ice guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher and iHeartRadio. download the ice guys podcast when you can't watch the show live for alex b smith jimmy murphy andrew mcginnis i'm ian cameron have a great wednesday night enjoy the nhl doubleheader tonight on tnt and we will talk to you again tomorrow on thursday for another edition of the ice guys presented by the hockey podcast network